everybody, welcome back. It's episode 28 of Tripping Over the Broom. We hope you guys had pleasant holidays, happy new year, merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Ooh, I thought you was about to forget Kwanzaa. <laughs> I'm black, I can't forget Kwanzaa. That's what I was thinking. Although but it sounded I, like... I don't know anybody. I don't, I know one person who celebrates Kwanzaa. Do you know anybody? I don't know. See? And yet, I don't be in people's business like that. Trying to make sure that I include... I don't be in people's business like that. Kwanzaa. But I know that Kwanzaa is celebrated. That's all I need to know. I don't, I'm not even sure that it still is. But anyway... So we're not going to get our show flamed. <laughs> well, whatever. Um, Happy New Year, all that jazz. Even though it's... Like halfway through January, um, we still want to take a little time to just talk about our uh, 2018 and mm-hmm. the upcoming year and what's in store for John and Dosh. So last year we talked about our our end of year or beginning of year episode. I don't remember what, when it aired, but we talked about our resolutions or lack thereof. And I listened back to that old episode and uh, just kind of wanted to give you guys updates on how those things went for us. So do you remember kind of what your things were for 2018 that you wanted to work on or do better? Not resolutions? Not at all. <laughs> See? That's this why is I don't why. make <laughs> But you have to, you know, how do you hold yourself accountable for where you are with your goals if you don't identify what they are i just don't think that i put them on like a yearly schedule okay you know i have goals i know what goals i have and you know what i want to meet but i don't think i have to like at the beginning of the year say okay i want to do this by the end of this year i got you okay so one of the things you mentioned was the level up wanting to manage your time and money better how do you think you're doing what's the status i don't know about managing money I'm, i'm doing well with managing my time i think though because i've dedicated a lot of time this year to, you know, my second job, quote unquote. Um, Definitely have. Yeah. And we I, both I, have. At some point, <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> but uh, sometimes I'm, I'm impressed with how much I'm able to accomplish, especially like, on you know, throughout the week. You know, my regular job, you know, I'm working Monday through Friday there. Um, but even sometimes on weekends here recently. And I'm really surprised, like, I'm able to go to work, do all that, come home and still dedicate time to Lakes by J5. So I'm I'm satisfied with the way I manage my time. I believe managing the money. I, I mean, I, I think I'm like on a constant growth path when it comes to that. But it's still I'm still nowhere near where I need to be when it comes to that part. Yeah. So yeah, and you worked on you were looking to make a, a post highlighting all the cars you did. Do you remember how many it was? It was over twenty. It was I think somewhere around two cars a month average. That's good. I think so for, for first, a part first year business. Um, Half of that time, I did no advertising. I'm working on some projects now. Or I, I, I did one project this weekend, and I have one that's been here for a couple weeks. Um, I haven't been advertising. You know, and probably half of that time, you know, 2018, I wasn't advertising. For whatever reason, I was trying to get my shop truck together, you know, to have like a rolling billboard. And so I was kind of dedicating a lot of time to that. But even throughout the times where I wasn't putting it out there like, hey, this is me, this is what I'm doing. I was still getting business coming in. And you know that we had some weekends that were very busy or some months where every weekend we had a car to do. You know? Word of mouth. It's a strong tool. Oh, yeah. So I said that I was going to take the back seat more 
which is funny because I was involved in two weddings this year where... You can't have the same resolution every year. Why not? It's a, something that I'm working on. It's not is a, it? <laughs> I thought we agreed that it wasn't a resolution. They were just ways to be better in life. But how do you pick the same thing every year? That means that you're not really like trying to do it, right? It's a reminder. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm evolving as a person. Okay, if you want to believe that. <laughs> I still think that I'm doing okay with that. Um, it's funny. I was involved in two weddings this year where the other people involved did not take back seats at all. So <laughs> it was... Easy, I oh, guess, shots for me to you know, take. You know, the people going to be listening to the podcast. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> they, they know. They know. I also mentioned, or I, I didn't specifically call out eating and exercising, but on my vision board that I made, I had some pictures of fruits and vegetables, and I said, um, extraordinarily good health, and I think I put some running shoes or something on there. Mm. Um I wouldn't say that I did that either. Right. <laughs> I actually put on a few uh, pounds. Sad, sadly enough, you and I, like, when one wants to do something, the other doesn't. And then when the other wants to do it, you know, like, it, it keeps going back and forth. So even with, like, the exercising thing, I might be, wake up one day and be like, oh, you know, we need to yeah, do some running this week or something, you know. But that'll be the days that you decide that you need to work late, you know. Mm-hmm. Or you, got, you need to catch up on something at work or... Oh, you're tired from this or whatever. And then by the time you're back on that page, it was like, hey, yeah, let's go running. I'm like, nah, I don't really feel like doing that. Yeah. So somehow we got to get our exercise minds like on the same path or the same schedule, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, not just that, but you know, it's just saying like, oh yeah, I want to go running more. I'd like for us to go running more, but not doing anything towards actually doing that. You know, like me just putting it on my vision board mm-hmm. is not. Well, I think we say it and you know, throw it out there like, hey, do you want to go do this? Yeah. You know. That said, since I realized that like a vision without a plan is nothing, this year I opted to take public transportation to work. So I have to walk to the bus stop, which is a little less than half a mile, and walk to my office, which is a little less than half a mile from the bus stop. It's a small thing, but it's something. But it's like a, a guaranteed mile, pretty much, that you'll get in every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you weren't getting in before. Right. I feel like I walk a mile at work anyway. <laughs> Just walking back. Yeah, I was, that's why I was telling I was going to show you the steps counter on my phone. Yeah. Because I'm not sure if there's anything worth looking at, but it tells me every day, like, oh, you hit this many steps or whatever. And I bet that it's more than you think. Because although I work in the same place every day, I'm just constantly on the move. I don't have one of those jobs where I can sit down and just hang out. Yeah, I do. I know. So, my weight gain is justified. Okay. Um, Another thing I mentioned was treating your spouse better than you treat yourself. John. What what are you you John about? Asking, have I, that was part of my goals for 2018. To treat me better than you treat yourself. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to actually think here because I don't want to give a, a fluff answer. I know. There's no pressure. It's plenty of time. I think, for the most part, majority of the time, you treat me very well. Mm-hmm. But I do think you had some slip ups. <laughs> slip ups of like. Yeah, where you not selfishness? treating me well. Or like I don't not know treating if it's really well. selfishness, just not treating me well. 
And I think there were some other topics that you wanted to cover today that I think I'm going to be able to get more detailed into that about. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just slip-ups. I mean, and I'm not saying that I didn't, you know, but I don't think that was part of my uh, my non-resolution list. Interesting. I'm curious to hear more. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> um, what? I don't know about, well, I was thinking, I don't know if I'd be able to dial it into, like, specific instances. Okay. But I can explain what I mean, though. All right. And growth, uh, we both said growth and cutting back on alcohol. <laughs> I would say that I've been successful with that. For I, sure. I agree. It's easy for me to cut back on alcohol because I don't drink without like a like an event usually surrounding it. And that have to be a big event. It could be you know hanging out with the homies or whatever. But you know I don't drink outside of that. I'm not the guy that go to the store. And just give me a beer because I had a long day at work. Let me have a beer before I go to bed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not one of those guys. So it's easy for me to cut back on alcohol. Which is funny that you're saying that because I'm actually the opposite. I would rather have a beer or wine because I had a long day at work versus buying a drink out at the bar. Mm-hmm. I think that, but I think that has more to do with like being out, being aware of my surroundings, having to get home, spending money. Right. Like a bottle of wine is $15 versus last night we went out and one drink was $15 and it was like, right. that's stupid. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what comes along with going out. Yeah. John never did do his vision board, you guys. Like I <laughs> kept begging what him What a to. snitch. <laughs> you know, you but, have to, so here's my thing, right? I don't want to do a vision board. I'm just sticking random stuff on there just because, mm-hmm. just so I have a vision board. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a person who didn't I introduce you to vision boards? You did, so, and I thought, and that was why I was like, I can't believe you're not going to do one because both of our vision boards, and we talked about this, were like so magical, like everything came to life on it. Yeah, but I have but, to have, <laughs> but so like here's the thing, like I said, I don't want to stick random thoughts on there. Like, oh yeah, look at that, I like that, let me put that on there because I don't think your vision board will be magical if that's what you do. Like, I think it has to be real. It has to be real visions. Like, you have to really want that stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And so I can't do a vision board without a vision. Now I finally have some visions going on, you know, beginning of this year. And it was, that's why I told you, like, hey, I might finally do that board. But, um, I mean, last year I just didn't. I was so caught up in what I had going on in my present that I couldn't really look to the future so much. Yeah. That's why I, I never did it. I think that I, I – it actually backfired on me. I think I was so caught up in the future – that I I didn't make a realistic plan for myself. Mm-hmm. So on my vision board, I I think I talked about this on the podcast. Like I wanted to double my income. Um, I actually ended up getting denied, I believe, for a few jobs because the salary I was asking for for that position was too much. Mm-hmm. So I know I've always ta- I talk about like being specific and stuff, but. It's it's weird. I had to shift it so that it wasn't so specific as like, I want to double my income by the end of the year when that might not be the level that I'm on. Um, now it's just, I want to get paid based on my worth and my experience, mm-hmm. which um, I think shifting that mindset and being a little bit more realistic with myself, mm-hmm. probably. Is- I think sometimes, I agree with you, and I, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. But I also believe that sometimes you got to open your mind up to think of the things on your vision board in like different lights. So like perfect example, last time we did the vision board when we were in the apartment, remember I had a challenger on my vision board mm-hmm. and I had an Audi on my vision board. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't buy an Audi. My best friend did. 
you know. And so I remember talking about that, like, oh, you know what? I had the Audi on the vision board, and you know, my best friend gets something. It's like I got it too, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think sometimes you got to open up your mind and really look at it like the big picture. So like you, d- the doubling your income thing, that could mean getting a raise at your current job. It could mean getting a higher paying job, but it also could mean that that raise doesn't cover the whole double, you know, or that new job doesn't cover the whole double. Maybe that other income is coming from somewhere else. Maybe it's coming from Lace by J5. Maybe it's coming from the making the t-shirts, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. But I think when you were looking at the W income, you were thinking solely at your nine to five. Yeah. That's how you were thinking doubling your income. I don't think you can see it happening any of those other ways. But I mean, sometimes stuff can surprise you. I'd be curious to know how much you made last year. I don't think we ever. From Lace by J5? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've never, I haven't looked at it. <laughs> yeah. So. On my 2018 vision board, I also had where will 2018 take you? And it was a picture of like a globe. And it looked like, you know, some international travel. Mm-hmm. The international component of it didn't happen, but I did go on a lot of, we did go on a lot of random trips that weren't expected. Mm-hmm. Like we went to Caffeine and Octane at the beach. I think that was like a last minute mm-hmm. thing, which was at Jekyll Island. And then we went to Siesta Keys uh, for a family trip. Was last mm-hmm. minute. We weren't expecting to go all there, which is really nice. Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> oh, we see, didn't go to Huntsville. Yeah, yeah, to see Maxwell. Yeah, but you know what? I think the reason... <laughs> now, nah, don't get me wrong. I don't know if all that added up to a international trip. But I think the reason that we didn't go on more of like the kind of trips that you were thinking of mm-hmm. is because every time those opportunities came up, we went. We did all that little stuff. I mean, that's what adds up. But I think it, it goes back to what you were saying, like not taking what you're putting on your vision board so literally. Right. Where will 2018 take you? I thought it was going to be big trips, but right. instead it was a bunch of small local trips. Right. Which was a lot of fun for us. It never fun for me because I don't go nowhere. It's so. <laughs> <I'm> right. <laughs> so what were, those were some of my best moments of 2018, the ones that I just named, like going to Siesta Keys and the Maxwell concert in Huntsville, like I don't know if I'll ever want to go to a rap concert again after seeing that <laughs> because be I'm going, serious, I'll be going to a rap concert because I just got, I, like I totally understood, it's a whole different vibe like when they, when artists put on a show for you you know, singing, playing an instrument, they got the band, whatever, interacting with the crowd. Rappers just get up there and they rap. And then they're, that's it. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to anymore. Any of the rap concerts you went to, were they like tours or were they just like random performances? They were tours. Big Crit was a tour. Sai, oh, Sai High and Crit were together. Um, what's the last rap concert we went to? I'm talking about like the Gucci and Jeezy and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, Gucci Man. Outcast wasn't a tour. They went to they were on, well, Coachella they were, that year. But you can't say that the that the one in the one at um, Counterpoint wasn't a performance. I didn't feel like it was. Stop it! I mean, they had, <laughs> they had, they had a whole set and everything. A box that had visuals on it. Right. That's it. And Maxwell didn't have that. Maxwell had a band. He danced. He interacted with the ladies in the front. Oh my That's God. the thing, That's, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. These are my opinions. They are. They are. We went to an Atlanta United game for the first time. So those are all my best moments of 2018. Two of my friends got uh, married 
one was unexpected, one was expected, We, but they were both very beautiful weddings and they were done very differently. And this just goes to show like when we, what we talked about weddings, like you don't have to do, every wedding doesn't have to be the same. It don't have to be the big venue and the 100, 150 guests or whatever. You can do it however you want to do it and it still turn out to be perfect. Right. I agree with that. Um, so what, you want to know about my best moments? Yeah. I think the weddings, the weddings were part of it. I was thinking of it more as like people coming together. But I mean, obviously that was at the weddings. Yeah. Um, you know, like black love, you hear that all the time. And, you know, we see all like the, think like a man type movies and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that like promote that, so to speak. But it is really, it's good to, to see and experience it, especially when you're a part of it. I think I appreciate it more since I've been engaged or married, or, you know, mm-hmm. like seeing other people get to the point where they want to take those same steps. And I think it's because I know how I felt in those moments. Right. Um, you know, what made me want to propose, what had me excited about marriage, you know, what makes me love marriage now. So that was that was a good one for me. Um, ironically enough, I don't know, this may be the wrong word, the wrong use of the word ironic because Dasha likes to point that out all the time. <laughs> but anyway, my other best moment was our first anniversary. That's a big accomplishment, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, they that say that. Another place. Helen, we went to Helen. They say that um, the first year is the hardest, you know. And so to get to get to the anniversary, it was like almost like a bit of a, like a weight lifted, you know. Like, hey, we did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, not that we thought we couldn't, but when you're there, you're like, yeah, okay, we did it. You know, and the funny thing is for me, being there, being at that point, it made me excited about marriage again. You know, and I don't know that all anniversaries will be like that, but I would hope so because for the same reasons, it took me back to like when we got married mm-hmm. and the things that led up to it. And so our anniversary got me excited about being married again, making me want to put more into our marriage and, you know, be a better husband, those types of things. So I think that was my, um, probably my highlight. You surprised I didn't talk about Lace by J5? You look kind of crazy right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just surprised that that was your highlight. I guess the one year anniversary didn't really surprise me because I'm like, no, that, but that's why I say it wasn't surprising. Yeah. We never, it's never that I thought I wouldn't make it. Yeah. But I think the feelings, we you know, we, you and I have very different feelings, I think, towards this whole marriage thing. I <laughs> do, we really? I think, I mean, we talked about how like things, I felt like things changed for me and I had these different feelings and stuff oh, after yeah. getting married, you know. And so I think that's why even the anniversary thing, like we have different kind of yeah. views or whatever. But even for me, like I um wearing my ring is a tiny reminder of that. And then don't get me wrong, like I'm not every day, every time I see my ring thinking about, oh, how I felt when I wanted to marry you. But it does remind me of marriage. I think it's interesting for those men who aren't faithful, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, when you put that ring on, <laughs> do it not put that reminder on you, you know, and you out there acting crazy. Um, just something I think about. But but yeah, so little things remind me of it, you know. Yeah. Other moments, related moments, or whatever. But yeah, Lace by J Five was a big one too. Um, Lace by J Five caused my year to be such of a blur. <laughs> and it's hard for me to pick out like a lot of like individual moments. I just did a lot, man. I did a lot this year. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like we didn't have no any plans for twenty eighteen as far as like doing stuff. You knew we knew we were gonna start the business, but mm-hmm. we didn't know what that was gonna look like at all. Right. And, and it's a legitimate business. <laughs> yeah. We have reviews on Yelp and Google. Right. 
And yeah, I mean, like, here we are. It's definitely headed in the right direction. You know what else was a good moment for me for 2018? What's that? Christmas. Even though you were sick. I'm still sick. It's like, I'm, I'm just yeah. now feeling like I'm kind of getting over it. It's yeah. crazy. Like, I'm sick all month. It's a pretty bad cold. <laughs> yeah, bad something. Yeah. Someone's trying to take me out. <laughs> but we decorated the house for the first time. We did. And we, um, I'm kind of a... Thanks to my, uh, my mother. Yes. She... Kind of forced it upon us. Ah, uh, she was just like, <laughs> we called her and we were like, hey, you still got those Christmas decorations in your attic that you're going to throw away that you offered to us last year? She was like, yeah. And then she called back and she was like, do you really want Christmas decorations? Because we can, we can do it, you know? <laughs> so, I guess that is what triggered. I didn't realize that was what triggered. That, yeah, she was like, "No, let's like let's do it for real." I felt like she just randomly called. And no, that's that. what triggered it. That makes sense. So her and I went and got got all kind of ornaments and decorations, and yeah, John caught something, and he was sick on Christmas Day, and the whole week following, and it sucked. Yes, and it was. Usually when he gets sick, he just keeps it moving, but I actually had to put in work this time, and I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't normally get sick like that. Like, that really took me out. All right. So, John and I have completed five years of being in an exclusive, ongoing relationship. Oh. Five years of exclusive? I was exclusive, so if you weren't, speak now. You mean, like, all five years? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Our relationship was, like, instantly exclusive, so, yeah. When people ask me what's one piece of advice that I have, um, usually it changes. It depends on who I'm talking to. But the one piece of advice that I can think of at this very moment that I would like to give is um, have solution-based conversations. So, obviously, you know, no relationship is perfect, and everybody has, like, their thing, and... I think that that thing, whatever your thing is, is kind of always going to be there until someone decides that they don't want to deal with it anymore. And that means either not being in the relationship or changing or until a new thing comes along. So I would suggest having solution-based conversations. So it's either working together to avoid that thing. If there's no point in having a, a arguments when there's no when you're not looking for a way to fix it or to resolve it just going back and forth is not right i think in relationships help. people get caught up in that just the back and forth thing all the time you know but then i'm looking at like why are we even having this conversation okay so what's it gonna take to resolve it to resolve it right. how can we change it moving forward how can we not run into this problem moving forward what would you say what would your relationship advice be for, for married couples. For married couples or newlyweds? Like, newlyweds, yeah. Um, mine would just be like, be nice. Remember that you're on a team, right? Because I think that because we spend most of our lives not on a team, or at least, you know, playing for ourselves for the most part, like, we forget when something doesn't go the way that you want it to go, it's, it's easy to get, like, a little nasty attitude because you're not getting your way. It's easy to forget that that other person is on your team and they're trying to help you get what you want to, even though it may not seem like it. You know, we all get distracted and maybe get off course or whatever. But ultimately, like you and I, we're on the same team. We're trying to get to the same place to do the same things, you know. 
Um, but I think sometimes we're distracted by the things that happen, things that are not that are not going the way that we we would hope or we had expected. They make us upset, and then we have a tendency to lash out at each other. Not just us, but just anybody. Um, yeah, you know, it it becomes a me thing again mm-hmm. when when things aren't perfect. You know, like they say, um, you know, finances is one of the the biggest killers of a marriage. You know, and so when your finances are tough or tight or whatever, and you're not able to spend money on what you want to spend it on, or you don't feel comfortable with what's in the account, or whatever the case may be, it's easy to lash out at that other person if you think they're contributing to that. Mm-hmm. You know, but like you said, um, you know, being solution based would help resolve that too. Yep. I think people people could just be mean and nasty. I just say be nice. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No if you ain't nice to nobody, you should at least be nice to your, your to, spouse. To, yeah. Yeah. No point in going in circles. That's for sure. Um, I find that sometimes John and I can get into that um, finger pointing, and then it's, it it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of what I was thinking about earlier when you yeah. were talking about um, what you asked me, and I said I wanted to. Oh, you asked me how you were doing for treating your spouse better than you treat yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's what it was. Like, sometimes even we get into that same thing where it's like one of us is being a little nasty for no reason. You know, <laughs> I think we both do it. I just think you do it more. Oh, but, uh, right. you know, I think we both do it. It's not just you. Mm-hmm. It's just mainly you. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, not saying that I don't do it. Uh-huh. Just saying that you do it more often. Okay. That's all. Um, all right. You, you, y'all get my point? You yeah. get my drift? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm all catching right. your drift. Okay. All right. But you had also missing, uh, mentioned lessons learned. Yeah. So you just gave some advice. Now, what lessons? Yeah. So for our best and worst, obviously, we talked about best moments of 2018. Lessons learned from 2018. Um. I'm not going to call it the worst moments. I'm just going to call it the lessons learned. Honestly, I'm just happy to be alive. Every uh, Life is short. 2018, I had we had some losses, some close losses in my family. And even in the celebrity world, um, we had some unexpected people pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, you know, taking a step back to reflect be thankful for what i have be thankful for the people that god has put in my life and and trying to be more involved in in other people's lives and not take every day for granted and just live in my motto i've always loved the phrase carpe diem which is latin for seize the day it's tattooed on me in arabic All over the place. All over the place. I took a Latin phrase and got tattooed on me in Arabic. (laughs) So just trying to adhere to that, you know, calling people, not waiting for people to call me and reaching out. Um, It's it's my lessons learned for 2018. Life is short. Right. Tell people you love them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I like that. Um, For me is, you know, I'm getting older. My dad was definitely a lesson learned. Um, the sickness, I don't know if that was, if, if it, if it, me being affected by it for so long had to do with my age or anything, but you know, they say like, you know, when you get older, like it's hard for you to fight stuff off or you don't heal as quickly, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but it, so I think it could have, but just in general, 2018, I definitely learned that like, I'm not as young as I used to be. You know, <laughs> I can't do things that I used to do. Or I probably can do them, but not in the same fashion. That's really, that's why I think it's so noticeable. You know, I can still do it, but I might be like 
gasping for breath afterwards or, <laughs> you know, feeling like I can't do nothing else for the day after I do it. So I, I just that health is important. This year, I think I've been more conscious of that. That health is important. Like, take care of yourself. You only got one body. You know what I'm saying? You do only have one body. That is important. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, that was one. And the other one is just like, uh, marriage is not easy. Like, it, it has, its, <laughs> it can be tough. You know what I'm saying? Really? That was your 2018 lesson learned. That marriage is not easy. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's. Because I don't think it's hard. I don't know if it's not easy is the, um, well, maybe that's the problem. You don't think it's hard, but I think it's not easy. I think that's because it's easy for you, but it's hard for me to let let it be easy for you. Okay. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> I think that's what it is. Okay. Because like, okay, as a guy, right? I want to I like I want to make it easy for you. Okay. You know, not just in marriage, but just life in general, right? Like mm-hmm. I want I want to do things that are gonna make you happy and make it make you know make life easy for you. Right. And so sometimes like if we're having disagreements or just whatever it may be, right? Mainly like a disagreement, though. Generally speaking, I want to back out of it to just be like, you know, baby, yeah, okay, we'll do how you want to do it or you're right or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to back out of it. Well, that's I why it's hard. I want you to come up with a solution. That's why it's What's hard. What's the solution for getting it? But I, don't, I don't always have an answer. Matter of fact, and we had a solution this year. <laughs> 2019, we were supposed to start something new with, um, with our budget. We ain't doing it. So, what's the solution? You know what I'm saying? Like, you try to make it hard for me. No, well, seriously. No, so, I'm glad that we're having this talk. Well, like, I, I just think that I don't always have the answer, and I tell you that from time to time. Like, I don't know. I don't have the answer to this. Not to mean that don't mean that we can't come up with one. But I think sometimes you just try to like beat a solution out of it. Well, let's let's take our own advice. If you don't have a solution, can you go to another resource for a solution? Can you? Talk to someone about a solution. Mm, like, I don't know. I don't know. If, if money is a big I can't promise you that. But go ahead. I'm listening. If money is a thing in our in our relationship, can we reach out to a financial advisor to help us figure out where the holes are and where the gaps are, where we can fill, where we can fix things? Well, that's, I mean, it's not always like that big. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not always like, that big. Like, we're not big. starving or... But, you know, sometimes it's as simple as somebody leaving something somewhere or not doing something the way the other person likes it. It'd be still like that, too. Okay. Where I'm like, all right, you're right. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> sometimes well, I think you, like, you would like to have the argument. Give me, an ex- like, I know, it's not throwing trash away? No, no, not like that. I don't know. It would be moments like we talk about, like, the garage door mm-hmm. with it being locked or unlocked. Okay, you said you preferred it unlocked. If we, if we know one of us is coming home, right? And, it, and I've done that. Right. But okay. then if I lock it one day because now I'm getting used to lock it, mm-hmm. you come home and you're like, I thought you said you wanted the garage door unlocked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I talking, give you a hard time about it. Yeah, those moments. Okay. I'm talking about. <laughs> I ain't really talking about the finances. Like we obviously, we know that, you know, um, if we want to get our finances together, then maybe there's a resource for that. But we can't go talk to somebody about a door being locked or unlocked. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> what you're saying is, it's not a it's not a joke worth the laugh to make a comment about the door being locked. Just accept that you accidentally locked the door, and it yeah. is what it is. I don't have to comment on it. Maybe I'm not, maybe I didn't re- I didn't really feel some type of way about that in particular. I just thought it was a good example. But yeah. But that's my example of finding a solution for that. Okay. Obviously, I thought I was being funny, or but maybe I, knew, I really I knew felt you was, the type no, of way. No, I knew you was trying to be funny. Probably a little combination of both. 
But I don't know. It's just hard to explain. So I ain't gonna say. I'm not saying like not easy is all. It's not always doesn't always mean hard. Mm-hmm. Like so when I'm saying marriage is not easy, I'm just saying like it ain't a breeze or walk in the park. No, it's not. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. I think it is what you make it. So if you feel like it's if someone not you you didn't say hard, but if someone feels like it's hard, I would have to ask. Well, why is it hard? What's difficult? So I think, uh, well, like I said, I didn't say hard. No, you didn't. So, for me, something that's easy is like you ain't got to try. Like you only have to put effort into it. It's, you just you just do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's things for you that come easy. There's things for me that comes easy. So I just know that in the, in this situation, in a marriage, like you have to put in effort to make it right. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. Yes, and that in, that includes you know being solution based. Mm-hmm. That's so that's all I mean. I think I may have thought like. It was gonna be easy because I'm the type of guy that I've always wanted a family. I've always wanted to be married. Um, I'm a faithful guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have those issues. But sometimes it's, it's like little tiny stuff that trip you up. When you're like, oh, I don't have a problem with, you know, I don't, I don't want to cheat on my wife. You know what I'm saying? But this little thing may piss me off or trip me up because I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know. That's all I mean. So don't take it wrong with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can't get it out. What I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't think anybody said it the wrong way. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's all. That's all I got. That's all? Anything you want to add? Final words, final thoughts? Nope. Now I want to say nothing else. I feel like Dasha's going to beat me up when we get off the air. <laughs> I'm not going to beat you up. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, what, you know. Like I said, if someone were to say, having to put in effort in something is is a given. Yes, you do have to put effort into it. Like uh, like they told us in premarital counseling, marriage is 100%, 100%. It's not 50%, 50%. Right. I would say 50% is effortlessly breezing through marriage, which I don't think that I do. I think I choose my battles and I decide, you know, if this is worth arguing about and what can be fixed, what can't. You know, like what what yeah. can I do? What can I do to make it different? I think we're on the same page. I think we're saying it differently. Oh, okay. I, so, I'm saying, like, again, you didn't use the word hard, so I'm not talking about you, but if someone were to say, like, ah, oh, marriage is hard, I'd be like, but why? You know, what's hard? What's what's the frustration? You know? And that's it. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> we'll be back. I don't know when. <laughs> Um, I'm Dasha. I'm J5. And we are Tripping Tripping Over the the Broom. Thank you for checking out Tripping Over the Broom. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tripping Over the Broom and Twitter at T-O-B underscore podcast for more information about upcoming episodes. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. Subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes and SoundCloud. Any questions you would like us to answer or topics you want to discuss, send an email to trippingoverthebroom at gmail.com. Until next time, it's J5 and Dasha, and we're Tripping Tripping Over over the the broom. Broom.